Hello and welcome to Broken But Glorious. I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined by the host of the Ringside Rant, a backstage interviewer for Upstate Professional Wrestling and the owner of Purple Heart Promotions, RJ. Yeah, so how are you doing this afternoon? Doing, doing well. Uh, yeah, just sun shining. I've been off from uh, my shoot job since, uh, uh, like we said before, I've uh, been off since Friday. I usually wow. take uh, the day after a major pay-per-view off, uh, the big four anyways. Uh, so I took Monday off for vacation, and then they gave me Tuesday off. So I'm like, oh, okay, works for me. Okay. <laughs> to enjoy SummerSlam. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. It, when I when I like I said when I take the day off, it kind of allows me to enjoy it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then uh, um, it was a very long, long, long but good weekend of wrestling for me between Friday. No, excuse me, not Friday. Excuse me. Saturday, I had my independent promotion out here in New York, Upstate Professional Wrestling. I had a show for them. Yeah. Uh, Saturday evening, night ish. So I ended up watching NXT on Sunday night. Sorry, excuse me. Saturday night going into Sunday morning. Wow. <laughs> um, and then uh, SummerSlam on Sunday. And then Monday, believe it or not, people think I'm crazy my wife included uh i got up at uh about three o'clock in the morning here on the east coast to watch uh <laughs> the finals of the g1 so I've, I've, heard, um, I've heard that was a great match i've not had the chance to see it yet oh if you haven't I'm, i won't obviously if you <laughs> you're on, on twitter obviously you've seen all the results and I stuff know, but it was yeah. uh um i'm calling Ibushi at this point, uh, the second best wrestler in the world because yeah. until he beats Okada, he, he, he's he's number he's a very close one one B. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I predicted this would happen last year because the uh, Omega Ibushi story just seemed so perfect to me to mm-hmm. Wrestle Kingdom, but they went a different direction in the end. So. Yeah, so you're a backstage interviewer for Upstate Professional Wrestling. Tell us a bit about the promotion and how you got involved with the business. Um, well, you know, I grew up out in Buffalo, uh, growing up watching wrestling in Buffalo, like I mentioned. But I also got to dabble a little bit and go into some independent promotions out there. Um, ESW's out there now. It wasn't ESW. I believe they were very small when I started watching, but there was another yeah. one It was... Um, Old school, prof- or old school professional wrestling, OSPW. Uh, and you saw a lot of the guys from here in, in the Rochester area where I am now go out to there. And, you know, it wasn't as prevalent as it is now with independent wrestling. No. But, uh, you know, you get to see, and I, make, and I kind of make fun of some of the guys that I work with now that I do, that I've become friends with now. Uh, guys like Chris Kane, Maximo Suave, Maddox, Hellcat, go over to, you know, Upstate Pro Wrestling on, on Facebook, and you can and you can see all those ta- all great talent there. But um, I make fun of them now. I'm like, hey guys, remember 15, 20 years ago, I was watching you guys, <laughs> and then they say, yeah. And, but and some of and a lot, I say probably about ninety five percent, if not all hundred percent of them, are still going too. Wow. Obviously, not as 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 much as they want, <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, that's the way I got into it. And then once I got out here to Rochester. Uh, see, I've been married to my wife for 10 years. We've been out here probably, I'd say about 13 or 14 years. Wow. Um, but, uh, you know, I'd say probably shortly after that, I got into um, independent wrestling. 
going to shows. It was uh, a, a promotion that's no longer out here. Was um, Next Era Wrestling, um, and you had the likes of Brody Lee, which is now Luke Harper. Uh, basically the mainstay out in this area is from this area. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you that don't know, um, but I got into that and went to a lot of shows and then, you know, got, uh, you know, started, uh, you know, got married, had a kid, kind of went away from it. Uh, got into other things, um, as far as outside of independent wrestling. Um, and then, uh, I say at this point, uh, probably about two Ooh, maybe two years ago? Yeah. Two, three years ago? Something like that? I don't even... It goes too fast sometimes. But um, I say about two, three years ago, um, I got I, I got into... I saw... I can't remember where I saw... It, oh, it was for the first incarnation of Ringside Ramp. Yes. Um, I got... I just searched independent wrestling in Rochester and saw Upstate Professional Wrestling. Got to the website and on Facebook and their website. Got some tickets. Went to some of these shows met uh, uh, Maximo Suave and Chris Kane, who are now Defiance. Got accustomed to them, had them. They were the first two people on my first incarnation of Ringside Rant Yeah, back, uh, I'd say, about a year and a half, two years ago at this point. And, uh, you know, one thing led to another. I said, hey, I got the media. They knew the, from the show, became friends with them. I said, hey, I got this media communications background. I have a four-year degree. Not, I'm not using it. <laughs> pretty much i work a shoot job i'm not using it i drive a truck for a living and for nah, i shouldn't say unfortunately i see different things but anyways i got this background you know promotions broadcast uh marketing all that stuff i really want to use it are you guys you know use it are you guys have any type of broadcast team whether it be play-by-play or color or you know backstage stuff or whatever no 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 we're thinking about starting it up and all that and i said okay well you know i would if you guys or looking for anybody to do backstage stuff, that would that's that would be great for me to start getting my foot in the door kind of thing. And um, you know, I believe a couple, I'd say probably a couple of weeks after that, they said, "Hey, you know, come on in. This is going to be the show. We'll try it out. See uh, see how you do. If we like it, then uh, um, you know, we'll go from there." Yeah. So I came, I went in to a few backstage interviews for uh, the for their Facebook page and their. Uh, their website and uh they liked what they saw and uh you know as they say the rest is history um but uh but yeah it's just it's a phenomenal phenomenal group of guys and gals now we have a few we have uh uh three great uh female wrestlers that are training now uh a few of them just had their debuts uh this past week uh singles in a uh in a bit of a battle royal yeah uh uh this past saturday like i mentioned and, uh, you know, it's a, it's a great, uh, atmosphere, get to know these guys behind the scenes. Um, and then, uh, you know, and you see guys coming in, I've met, uh, uh, Chris Masters, wow. I've met LAX, I've met, um, who was the last one? Shoot. Uh, Jack Swagger, Jack Hagar, if you want to, or Jake Hager, who's now with, uh, Bellator. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um. Yeah, it's just great, great, you know, great content, great kick, or, uh, contacts, I should say. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, and it's something that I enjoy doing. You know, I'm staying busy as much as I can, you know, because, like I said, you, when you, you, you start slowing down, then start, stuff starts stopping. 
and it's like, and they're not working. And I'm like, nope, I'm going to keep doing the podcast. I'm going to keep doing uh, the promotions company. I'm keep doing uh, the backstage interview with UPW. Uh, and it's stuff that I enjoy, like I said. And uh, I look forward to it. Uh, look forward to it every month. And sometimes we run two shows a month. So that's all. That's always a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so who are some of the um, guys and girls from the Northeast independent scene we should be looking up? You know, like like I said, you have a lot of these guys. You know, like uh, Defiance, Chris Cade, Maximo Suave, Matic. Uh, you know, that are mainstays in this Northeast area, whether it be here in New York, Pennsylvania, Ohio, um, up into Canada. Um, but uh, th- at least those guys right now, we got some great young talent here in Upstate Professional Wrestling. Uh, you know, guys uh, Cody Love and um, TC Cooper, who are um, the process uh there are current tag team champions two great kids and by kids everybody's everybody's kids that are younger than me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of them are so um but um great new tag team got great heads on their shoulders um been training their tails off with uh chris cadence one of our trainers too as well as Matic and um as well um we have uh, nick ando uh who's one of our trainers as well uh, another great talent uh in the area robbie vegas is just is one of uh, uh new to singles wrestling here in upstate pro yeah. uh he in this and in, in, in this promotion he split from his tag team partner but he's still part of um the night breed um but yeah it's a very long list here in the northeast a lot of people are, um when they say independent wrestling they think southern southern states georgia florida carolinas but you know Ohio, Pennsylvania, and especially here in New York, this Northeast, and especially once you get across the border into Canada, it's absolutely phenomenal. You wow. got guys up into Canada um, that uh, <laughs> on the independent uh, end of it, you got Carter Mason, who just who was our heavyweight champion here in Upstate Pro, had a um, match last night on Raw um, against uh, War Machine. I'm calling them War Machine. They're Viking experience. I don't care. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> it didn't make any sense anyway, but, um, <laughs> but no, Carter Mason is, he wrestled up there, up in smash up in Toronto, which is a great promotion up there. Um, and then you got guys like Lionel Knight that's up in Canada. Uh, Justin Sane, who just had a tryout. I talked to him this afternoon. He had a tryout, uh, this past weekend when NXT was up in, uh, uh or I guess they still are up there, but up in Toronto, um, but he's he's doing uh, great work up there. Um, you know, phenomenal athlete, big dude that uh, that you definitely don't want to mess with. <laughs> this is ravishing Rohit Raju, and you are listening to Broken but Glorious. All right, so you recently created a Purple Heart Promotions. Give us a bit of background on mm-hmm. why you started the company. Uh, so. You know, I've, like I said before, I have have that media background, that promotions background, marketing, whatever you want to call it, uh, communications, I should say. Um, and then, you know, I had, uh, we're in August, right? Yeah, we're in August. Uh, yes. Back on April 5th, I lost my grandfather. Oh, uh, he was uh, 96 years old um, and um, World War II veteran. Uh, Purple Heart recipient, amongst other things, Silver Star, Bronze Star, all that good stuff. And um, ever since I've been little, I've always paid attention and respected the veterans, whoever they may be, and especially my grandfather. And I think for my first, probably about until I, you know, got into college, 
Um, I went to every Veterans Day ceremony that they had out yeah. in Buffalo, oh. and uh, just I just out of respect, you know. And you know, not only that day, you should do it every day. Uh, and uh, as far as thanking a veteran every day, uh, that goes. But um, fast forward a little bit, uh, you know, after his passing, I said to myself, I said, you know, there's instead of doing, you know, the same old stuff with a show and the promote the the backstage interview stuff i'm like i want to do something more to kind of you know remember him and mm-hmm. i said you know what let, let me do a promotions company i got a lot of contacts through uh, through the show through uh upw as far as talent as far as workers why don't i you know i got a great rapport with these guys why don't i go and try to find them to get them booked you know whether that be in in the area out of the area out of state let me do the legwork for them so they don't have to constantly, you know, email or message, uh, you know, promotions that in Kentucky or Tennessee or North Carolina, South Carolina. Let me do that. Give me your information. Give me your resume. I'll put it on my iPad. I'll put it on my phone and my Google Docs. And I'll basically, the way social media is, I send out one message and I get, I get hit back with guys from ten, promotions from Tennessee or uh, Alabama or whatever. Yeah. Um, and, and that's basically where it came, you know, it's a um, way of honoring him as Purple Heart that, or, um, uh, the Purple Heart that he, uh, was awarded in World War II. Um, and then, and then, uh, you know, it's a constant reminder because I actually inherited when he did pass, I inherited his original war medals and wow. it's actually hanging in my living room at home right now. Um, as well as his, um, he's a member of the Veterans Hall of Fame here in the state of New York as well. Um, so I have those two, um, shadow boxes, um, on my wall in my, um, in, in my living room, uh, in my house. So, you know, and that, and that was a way, like I said, to, you know, honor him, remember him as well as, you know, help out, um, some of the boys or even gals too, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, happy to help where I can. Um, and you know what I mean? And I'm doing, like I said, doing a lot of legwork, talking a lot of promotions, um, you know, and I told him, I said, give me a, give me a short list of what states you want to work with. I'll Google it. I'll do whatever I got to do. I'll put it in Facebook and see what, you know, what pops up. It's not my everyday job. Obviously I have my shoot job. Mm -hmm. Then I have this, then I have the show, then I have up. So it's like, it's like I said before, when I stop moving, I'm going to slow slow down. So I'm not going to stop, stop moving. But, uh, but yeah, that's kind of a long winded explanation of that. But, uh, but yeah, it's it, it it it's very heartwarming when people see me promoting it on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, and they DM me or local guys at shows come up to me and say, "Hey, can you? Hey, I saw you promoting this. That's a great job. What you're doing? Hey, can, how can I get involved?" And that's my grandfather wanted me to work in the communications field. Yes. Whatever way that was, whether it be I've always wanted, I always wanted to be uh, Bob Costas. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Bob Costas. He does a lot of Olympics. He used to do anyways the Olympics and baseball and football uh, and okay. stuff. I want to be the Bob Costas because he's from the area. He went to Syracuse uh, out here in New York for school. So I always did, wanted did to be him. Did he do WrestleMania? Did he pay him? He was actually planning to, he was supposed to do WrestleMania and he decided there was right around the time, I forgot what, what transpired, 
but he basically said, yep, I'm out. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. And <laughs> it's been a bit bitter thing between him and uh, Vince McMahon ever since. Yeah. Um, but, um, but then I got to school and, you know, I met my wife at school and I learned that, you know, to get into broadcasting, you either have to be really, really good at what you do or yeah. and or know somebody and or basically play the waiting game and get paid peanuts um, in little podunk towns in uh, in the south or the west to, um, you know, to make it. And I really I didn't want to take that time to do it. And, yeah. and, and I'm not I don't, I don't regret doing it because. I wouldn't, one, I wouldn't be here talking to you right now. I wouldn't have my wife. I wouldn't have my son. I wouldn't have uh, the company, the promotions company. I wouldn't have my show that I do. So, you know, everything works out for uh, for a reason. And in, in, in this instance, it worked out good. Uh, but like I said, my grandfather wanted me to always work in the field. So I said, okay, I got the show. He was very happy that I was doing that. But, you know, deep down, it's it was one of those things where, I wanted to do more and, um, you know, take a little side trip is, uh, I, uh, was messaged on Facebook probably, I'd say about a month ago Yeah. from a gentleman that is a, a worker or wrestler, excuse me. I got, I got the backstage lingo here <laughs> from upstate. So sometimes I don't realize when I'm saying my wife yells at me, yo, I'm not a worker. I'm not this. Okay, okay fine. A wrestler from, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I believe he's down in Texas, messaged me and he said that he saw my Facebook page for the promotions company with the Purple Heart Promotions. He wanted more information about it because he was a veteran that suffers from PTSD Wow. that, that uses wrestling as an outlet. And it was him, his tag team partner, and their manager that are all three veterans that use wrestling as their outlet. And I said, you know what? You know, I'd love to help you out. If you will look at, like I said, same thing I told everybody else. I said, you know, because you're a veteran, first and foremost, thank you for your service. But second of all, if you do need anything, let me know and I can get you to promotions up here, promotions wherever that I have, that I know the, the, the bookers and the promoters for. But hey, come on to the show and uh you know come on to the show we can do an interview all three of you that's fine yeah. or just one of you it doesn't matter and just talk you know i i'm not i'm like i'm not gonna even write any notes down i normally write probably about anywhere from you know eight to a dozen notes just bullet points of content that i want to talk to um, ask individuals about whether they be workers or content creators or whatever yeah definitely. and i said honestly man we'll just talk shop you know talk about you know and i told him i said if you don't want to talk about certain things let me know i don't care you know i'm here for you um you know because um you know ptsd is 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 a pain in the ass to deal with and if you haven't dealt with it it's 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 hard to describe because my grandfather just towards the end of his life just started talking about stuff he saw in World War Two. Wow, stuff where that if you know would you know give you goosebumps would make you like a grown man cry because guys that you know 
he was one of the last in his his caliber his battalion to survive. Wow. He there was a his battalion was a couple hundred people, and maybe three dozen survived, if that. Wow. And <laughs> you know things that you know, um, you know being in a foxhole, with somebody your foxhole mate. Yeah. And you go up to go around the corner to take a leak. You come back and he's gone. Literally, like the holes, like the holes, like ten times bigger because a mortar came in. Wow. And yeah, it's it was it, it was, but this is the kind of thing that him. It was a special relationship that him and I had. Yeah. That you know we didn't have to say anything, but we knew each other was thinking. Um, and like I said, and that it goes back to that where. Talking this gentleman, I said, "Hey, come on, you know, talking about PTSD, make people, you know, I don't have a huge following on like you know other podcasts out there, but I said, just come on, just talk about it, get it out in the open. Maybe you know somebody that normally doesn't listen will listen now and will you know second guess when they're very depressed and talk about you know uh, suicide prevention or PTSD. Maybe you know." that person, you know, that is listening to you, to us talking, will second guess themselves when they, you know, when they have those thoughts, when they want to end it, uh, because they have PTSD, that they are depressed, that they, you know, whatever the situation that they're in, you know, their wife left them, they're, they're, you know, they're a veteran and they're, you know, they got back from war and they got PTSD or their um, battalion mate or their uh, whatever is that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, that was that different side of the show that I wanted to, you know, you know, uh, special episode. Not necessarily, you know, but still incorporate wrestling into it because they use wrestling as a outlet um, as far as depression, as far as PTSD. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it, it's, as you, as you can imagine, um, sometimes it's hard to... Uh, <laughs> work on dates because they're they're working their usual shoot jobs and then they have bookings and then yes. they have this and then they have mm-hmm. that and it's like you get back to me you get back to me when you can because I would love to you know sit down and chat with you um, and you know really you know delve deep into um, you know those those issues um, because you know because my grandfather suffered from it and deep yeah. deep depression and deep um ptsd and it's like i said my way of like i said one honoring him and two helping out fellow veterans and in this case fellow workers too as well so um but yeah that's i guess like i said it's a bit of a long-winded <laughs> answer to that question but um i'll, I'll try to steer it back a little bit yeah uh, as i say ptsd is it's, it's, the support for it's a lot better than it was 10, 20 years ago, but still not good enough these days. So, but, yeah, uh, it's, uh, you know, there's, and, and a lot of the times too, even as good as it does get and as good as it is, there's still those little things in, you know, um, that, you know, people aren't getting the help. Government's not giving these guys help. No. Because <clears> they don't want to pay for it. It's like my grandfather towards the end of his life was trying to get, um, the Veterans Association to pay for his medical. 
they weren't even getting they weren't even giving him full medical. Here's a man that basically 96 years old gave his life for for this country, and you don't want to give him full medical? Wow! Come on, guys. You know he was only Grant. He was getting you know a lot of his stuff where he'd go to the VA or something. He'd only get I'd say maybe. He'd have to pay maybe like twenty five percent or twenty percent out of the bill or something, but still, it's like, come on, guys, you know, pass it, pass a bill or something, or do something to get these veterans out here in the states and across. You know, I'm not, and I'm not just saying here in the states. I'm saying in the UK, across the world, get these veterans that you know sacrifice their lives for the country that they live in. Get them full medical. Get them help. Get them, you know, psychological help because. Yes, you don't know what's going on in their head. And quite frankly, I don't think I want to know. Anyways, wrestling. Um, <laughs> um, so could you tell us about some of the guys on your books? Um, so a lot of the guys, like I said, through the company that I have, I've had, um, I, um, I represent um, the Justin Sane gentleman from Canada. He looks, he looks um, nice. Except those I'm about, sorry? He, lo- he looks really good. Just insane. Yeah, absolutely. He is he is a gr- phenomenal athlete, I, and that that's under <laughs> an understatement. Um, I represent uh, Chris Cade, Mexico Suave Defiance, uh, Robbie Vegas out of Buffalo. Uh, I have uh, Nick Sullivan out of Syracuse, uh, and then uh, H. C. Loke, who is a former um, ECW uh, wrestler. Um, that I represent as well. And like I said, it's one of those things where I just, I, I'm, I'm the legwork, you know, I'm that middleman between them. So they don't have to do it because a lot of them do work their regular shoot jobs. They're not full-time wrestlers, folks. They are working full-time jobs, so they don't have time to do that. And granted, I have a full-time job too, but I'm like, it's easier for me because I drive. Like I said, I can pull over and send out a message on my phone or something and say, hey, yeah. I got represent person X, Y, and Z. You know, let me know what you think. You know, I'll send them your res- their resumes. I'll send them their video clips, and uh, you know, let me know what you think. Let's work on dates. You know, um, and the way social media is nowadays, as far as YouTube or Facebook or Twitter or whatever, it, it's absolutely phenomenal. And I couldn't have done this 15 years ago. There's no, no way because you physically would have to send out DVDs or VHS or whatever no, to a lot of these companies, and you just you just can't. You know, because it does become cost, you know, cost efficient. Where you, well, now you send out an email, you send out a direct message or something. You know, Bing, Bing, Boom. A couple of days down the road, you have got you have a uh, you have a response back. But yeah, I'm always you know trying to find people that uh, you know are good workers that uh, that want to get booked, that want to work. Um, because you know, as bad, you know, as good as professional wrestling is, there's that tiny quarter that people just want to get out there, get their money and go home. They yes. don't, <laughs> they don't want to do any additional work to get there. Definitely. So I'll, I'll use one of your favorite words now. So what is the vision for the future of um, Purple Heart? So. Um, you know, honestly, you know, I started, it's along the same lines as the ringside rant, man. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I'm enjoying doing it now. If anybody wants to pay me to do it, then absolutely, <laughs> I would absolutely quit. You know, I, I don't want to quit my job because I get health benefits to them, so I really can't quit my job right now. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me, as much as I want to, uh, and do this full time. But uh, you know, 
just like every other content creator, just like every other promoter, marketer, uh, you know, communications guru, whatever you want to call us. But, uh, uh, you know, just to do it full time, you know, and, you know, I'm not getting obviously I'm not getting any younger. You know, the back and uh, the legs aren't uh, what they used to be. Uh, I wake up every morning and everything cracks. So and I'm only 35. So imagine that 10 years down the road. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But uh, but yeah, just, you know, to get, you know, to get that name out there, to get Purple Heart Promotions out there, to get Ringside Rant out there, uh, you know, and it encompass it as one. Maybe it's going to be one big corporation, one big company. Who knows? Uh, wow. Only time will tell. But, you know, at this point, I'm just kind of keeping my, my head down and uh, doing what I do. And I, you know, you know, all the rest, all the all the chips will fall where they may. And if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, then, uh, you know, I go from there. Hi, this is the Asian sensation Kanji, and you're listening to Broken But Glorious. Yeah, so we'll come on to the Ringside Rant. So, as you know, I've sure. been a regular listener of Ringside Rant since Thank basically you. since it started. So, um, I'm so happy that's relaunched. So, should we just go back to why you originally started it? Well, you know, and like I said before, you know, a lot of the times before I wanted to give back to the sport of professional wrestling. Mm. I was grew up a huge fan, as you know, and as we talked about previous. Uh, you know, I want to get back, give back to them. You know, I give back to these guys that work here, like Chris Caden, like Maximo Suave, um, you know, Hellcat, Matic. I've had all of them on my show. Uh, Cloudy, who worked uh, across at uh, CZW. Um, well, when I, when I, when I first saw that, when you said you were interviewing Cloudy, I, I thought you meant. No, you know, not that Ma- Cloud. <laughs> I can't remember who, who was Cloudy with. Was a zip and, he, zip and, he, he was. He was with he's with UPW, but he actually wrestled at uh, CZW and yeah. uh, wrestled a lot of the times against Luke Harper and stuff. But um, but yeah, I just wanted to give back, you know. And then things you know progressed, and I'm interviewing guys from Impact. I'm interviewing guys from ROH. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've interviewed guy former WWE and ECW. I've interviewed Justin Credible. Um, I got a few down the road that I'm not going to promote right now. That former. Uh, champions in the in the WWF. Um, yeah, you've, you've, uh, you've interviewed some of the biggest names. You've got um, like Beer City Bruiser. You've had, oh yeah, um, Brian Malone's. Uh, um, like I said, I got. Uh, yeah, I've had a lot of them, you know. And like I said, I'm, and once, you know, sometimes I'm more critical on myself than I am, you know, of anything else because I want the sound quality to be absolutely perfect. I want the great guest to be as happy as possible and i make sure of that you know i talked to him for you know five minutes whatever before we talk then i talked to him another five minutes after you kind of big build that relationship up build that friendship up saying because down the road hey something fell through can i have you on or whatever yeah. but uh, you know a lot a lot and like i said a lot of things only the sky's the limit man you know i've i've got a lot of things lined up where i'm got guys coming on that uh wrestled or are wrestling for evolve i'm that uh wow. that wrestled on the network when they had the 10th anniversary uh, you know i'm interviewing uh musicians now i got a, my first musician musician excuse me um uh, rivers johannes from uh, over there in the uk uh, i'm having him on uh coming up soon too so you know the sky's the limit man and that's you know like i said it's it's a hobby, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, a very, you know, and, and, and a lot of the people, oh, it's just push and record. 
nah, not so much because, <laughs> as you know, it's more than recording. You know, you have to make sure the audio, audio levels are right. You got to make sure you can hear each other. You got to make sure that you're promoting it because if you don't promote it, nobody's going to listen to it. <laughs> nobody's going to listen to it. You know what I mean? And, you know, I'm not breaking the, you know, the sound barrier. I'm not breaking, um, you know, I'm not breaking the listeners. You know, I'm not doing thousands of listens a week or downloads. You know, I'm just doing it for guys that, you know, you know, want to, you know, something, you know, for them to listen to. You know what I mean? And it's just not, you may not, I may not be Conrad Thompson or Stone Cold or Chris Jericho that are doing these, like, doing these, like, millions of downloads a month or whatever. But, um, you know, I'm happy where it's going. They're going up and uh, meeting uh, gentlemen such as yourself and other people that uh, I you know I, I enjoy talking to, whether they be on their own podcast yeah, or messaging. I've noticed that you've been interviewing a lot more of our fellow podcasters since the relaunch. Was that a conscious decision? That was. I wanted to, you know, bef- before the relaunch, I was basically basically saying if I don't get ROH guys, if I don't get Impact guys, I don't want to do it. All right. And now, and and it got to my point where I forgot who was t- telling me. It might I can't remember who told me about that. And they said, "Dude, what the hell are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm doing this. I got to do this. If I don't, if I don't get these guys, it's nothing. I'm worried about the ratings. You know yeah. what I mean? And the ratings were suffering because of that. And I said, "You know what? The heck with it. You know, let me just have other podcasters, other content creators come on and just talk shop. You know, talk about the current. I'm like." talk about the current product, you know, goods, bads, what got you into wrestling, that stuff, and just sit back, relax, and just talk shop, man. And it got to the point where I had to actually stop recording at like an hour and 20 <laughs> minutes because we're just going and going and going and going. And I'm like, God, I can't do that anymore. You know what I mean? No. Um, you know, guy, you know, guys that run like the Badlands podcast with Darren Kirkby. Yeah, uh, I'm, hoping, you know, I'm hoping to be on that in a couple of weeks. Oh my God, that is absolutely phenomenal. So I don't miss the show, but um, uh, guys like yourself, guys like him that have listened since the incarnation of it, that, you know, let's just get on. Let's just, you know, talk like friends, talk like confidants, talk like coworkers, stuff like that. We don't have to, you know, yes, it. if I tell you that I'm not nervous every show that I do, I'm lying to you. Yeah, whether definitely. I'm talking to. <laughs> Um, fellow content creator or whether I'm talking to you know just incredible or I'm talking to um, any of these guys in ROH like Shane Taylor or you know beer sheet bruiser nine times out of ten man you know those guys that you know you think are gonna you know you know crap on you or you know disappoint you yeah they're gonna they're gonna give you some pretty good interviews they really do yes um, and, and that's kind of the things that I've seen over time uh, the thing is, you know, they don't want to talk to you. They wouldn't talk to you because you're, 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 we're not paying them to come on. They're, oh, exactly. You know what I mean? And then I've only had a couple, couple people that say, "Hey, well, how much, how much do I get out of it?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" Oh, it is, I, I only do interviews. I only do paid interviews. I'm like, "Oh, okay." I'm like, <laughs> and with, with all due respect to them, like I said, I'm not going to say who, but um, I said, "Okay, I'll, I'll let you know. Let me see. Let me see what I can do." And I'm just like, "Next." Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna. You know, if you're in it to get do interviews, to do podcasts for money, maybe you should start. Maybe you should start working a little harder than in, in your uh, in your wrestling career. Then, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, don't, you can't. As I say, even as a podcast, if you think not many people make money out of this. So. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, it wasn't even like big names. It was in like 
independent guy. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good. Thank you, but no. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I've, I've interviewed like Michael Elgin and Brian Cage and Eli Drake and Jordan Grace, but I do prefer to interview up and coming British wrestlers from the northwest of England. It's just, I just seem to have a better mm. rapport. Just, yeah, because a lot of the times they give you the best stuff, man. You know, they'll give you, you know, the peek behind the curtain sometimes, or they'll mm. give you, you know, you start talking shop about stuff, and you know, you really you look down in your recorder or whatever, and it's holy crap, it's. We've been talking for an hour and a half. What the hell's going on? Uh, and and then sometimes I hate doing it, but I love having to do it. Is going back and having to cut stuff out yeah. <laughs> because you know because it's went too far or too long. Excuse me, but, uh, but yeah, I'm still looking for you know still putting putting uh, dangling the worm out there as far as people that want to come on and um, you know whether to be wrestlers or whatever. You know, just have fun. You know, there's you know. Life's too short, man. Let's have some fun, talk wrestling, um, you know, talk about you, you know, because I'm, you know, it's great just sitting there and talking to you, you know, and sitting back and relaxing and just listen to them have their stories of the road or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's your boy Hot Fire, and you tuning in to Broken But Glorious. All right, so uh, last question. So Sure. Okay, so if, if you were a promoter for a day, promoting, promoting a show, I've called it Ranters Mania, I don't you call whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> Works for me. Right, so, using any wrestlers you've either worked with or interviewed, so interview wrestlers that are connected to you in some way, um, I'll give you a match type and I want to tell you what you tell me what wrestlers will be in that match. Okay. Okay. So, who will be in the opening contest to get the crowd excited? I'm going to put. Um... A tag team that I represent, like I said, I'm going to put Defiance in there. Yes. Maximo Suave, Chris Kane, and I'm going to put them against another tag team that they uh, they know very well is uh, the process. Those two guys that I mentioned to you before. Yes. Just because they they come out to a, a high or low that song. I can't remember who sings it, um, but it's a song that. You just every time you listen, you hear it, you smile. Yeah. <laughs> and they, like I said, they're young kids that are making a name for themselves to get, and they get the crowd going. Wow. The crowd yeah. pops every single time they come out, and you know, and that's that type of thing, atmosphere. And you know, what better way to start off with that? Cool. And um, what? Who would be in your comedy match? Uh, good question. My comedy match would be, uh, I'm going to stick with independent wrestlers that I know, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, is uh, going to be Robbie Ve- Rockstar Robbie Vegas versus Cyclone Jones, who is another, he's just, he's going to be close and shy. He's going to be retiring pretty soon because he's wow. been doing it, independent wrestling for about 15 years. Uh, he's actually out in Buffalo. I'm going to do a... Um, uh, guitar and a pole match uh, between Robbie Vegas and Cyclone Jones. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> right, well, uh, what about an intergender match? Intergender, I'm going to do. I'm a big fan of this 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 uh, female wrestler. This woman is uh, Jordan Grace. Yes. I'm going to put her against um, Michael Elgin. Wow. <laughs> um. Just because they're big, they're brawlers, 
they can go when they have to, and they just pull, you know, they pull moves out of their hats. Yes, they're definitely brilliant. <laughs> about your women's title match? Then? My women's title match, you know, I'm going to go a little bit main roster here. I'm going to do, um, I'm going to have Tessa Blanchard wow. versus uh, Britt Baker. Wow, that would be a great match. Uh, just, I wanted to, you know, a lot of the, a lot of female wrestling, like, I'm not going to say I'm an expert on it because I'm not, but I'm a big fan of what Tessa Blanchard's doing. And I'm a big fan of the potential of what Britt Baker can, can do. And I think has a little something to do with her boyfriend, uh, Adam Cole. So, um, but, um, but yeah, I think T- Tessa's probably the best women's wrestler in the world world right now. I wouldn't be surprised um, if she'd be Impact Champion in the next six, nine months, the way, the way they're booking her you know, the, the way they're doing it, she has been before, but I think sooner or later, I think she's going to have to have it back. I don't mean the female champion. I can see her being the Impact oh, Champion. Oh, the male champion. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the way they're her and her Brian Cage? Holy Christ. <laughs> so her current feud with Sammy Callahan is probably the... Must be there. Yeah, he... He he's one of those talents. Sammy Callahan is. You don't realize how good he is until you just sit there and yeah. watch him. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right. So what what will be your main event? All right. Well, see now this is going to be, you know, a, a match that uh, that anybody and everybody wants to see. It's going to be Kazuchika Okada. Your current wow. <laughs> heavyweight champion in New Japan. Uh, I'm going to put him against. Uh, oh crap, um, lost uh, lost my train of thought. Okada versus Alistair Black. Wow, Alistair Black's my favorite. Uh, and Alistair, like he's my favorite wrestler currently right now. Uh, um, that's not named Finn Balor, or AJ Styles, uh, because <laughs> they they've wrestled in Japan before. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I don't want. I've seen it before, you know. I mean, not to not to say I wouldn't want to see it again, but you know, Elster Black, Tommy, and whatever you want to call him, uh, is that that guy? Um, if I were to go all time, I'd want to see, you know, I'd, I'd want to see something like a. Uh, I mean, I'm still gonna say Elster Black because Elster Black's my guy. Yeah. I'd want to see an Alistair Black and uh, Randy Savage match. Oh, definitely. They're my two favorites. Randy Savage. Yeah. I was Randy Savage back in the day. Everybody else was Hulk Hogan. I was Savage. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that'd be a great, a great card. So, so where can our listeners find your podcasts? And... Right, you can find uh, you can follow us on Twitter. I, I'm doing a lot of stuff on the show's page right now. I have my own personal page, but I tend not to, you know, pay too much attention to that take no. away from the show's page but you can find the show's page on on twitter at underscore ringside rant uh you can find us on facebook at ringside rant all one word um instagram i just use my own my own page um so if you want to search me for that that's fine too um we're basically wherever you find podcasts we're on there we're on itunes um we're on stitcher google play spotify uh, I think I said Stitcher. Wherever you can get podcasts, we're there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I probably I, I looked at the analytics on Anchor, who is my provider and my um, my host, 
and uh, I'd say probably about 50 to 70% of my listens come from iTunes. So oh. where, wherever iTunes, obviously a lot of people have iTunes. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so do you want to, have you got any social media for Purple Heart? Or? Uh, right now I had a Twitter, but, you know, I think a lot of the, a lot of it was a lot of people don't have Twitter. A lot more people have Facebook. So if you find us, you can find us on Facebook at P Heart Promotions or P Heart Promo. Excuse me, I have to look it up because I even forgot, man. <laughs> I, I should probably know that stuff, right? Um, well, I'll, but, uh, I'll, I'll yeah. put all the links in the description below the interview. Yeah, <laughs> you can find us on Facebook at uh, P Heart Promo. Yeah. Um, and uh, Facebook's the easiest way because a lot of a lot of workers have uh, Facebook rather than Twitter. Believe it or not, yeah. um, just because it's a lot easier, I guess. I don't know. I'm like whatever works for you, man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, hit us up there. You can hit me up if you want. Uh, for as far as Purple Heart Promotions go, <clears throat> excuse me. You can find me. Like I said, you can get with me at uh, underscore Ringside Rand on Twitter for that, or you can hit me up at Krasinski RJ on uh, on Twitter for Purple Heart Promotions too. So. Um, but yeah, if you guys know anybody that, uh, here in the States or want to come over from overseas to the States, let me know and, uh, I'll see what I can, uh, see what I can do to help. Yeah. So I've, I've really enjoyed speaking today. I'd love to have you on again in the future. So. Oh, definitely. It's always a pleasure to come on and chat with you. 